Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of Griffin Talks Movies. Five days until Christmas, how wild is that? I swear the year has gone absolutely nowhere, but I also feel like I say that every year. I hope that everyone is safe and feeling as festive as possible with the ongoing pandemic continuing to cause headaches for everyone. And I hope you've all sorted out your Christmas shopping, have your trees up, ready for another day of stuffing yourself with good food and alcohol, as is the Aussie tradition when it comes to Christmas. Ironically, the next film I'm here to talk about is actually set during the Christmas period. It's not a Christmas movie, but it does take place over the Christmas period, three days in particular, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day, 1991. Spencer isn't just a movie about the late great Princess Diana, but a historical psychological drama inspired by Diana's decision to end her marriage to Prince Charles and leave the British royal family. Now you might be thinking, wow, another movie about Princess Diana? Do we really need another movie about Princess Diana? Now the answer is obviously no, we don't need another one, but that doesn't mean that this movie isn't brilliant and it's definitely a movie worth watching. I really enjoyed this movie. And the biggest reason for that is because Kristen Stewart delivers yet another phenomenal performance in what could be the greatest role of her career. Already nominated for a Golden Globe and a Critics' Choice Award for her portrayal in this movie, and her first Oscar nomination most definitely coming her way, you would simply just be wrong if you consider Kristen Stewart to be a bad actress. We'll get into that in a minute, but... Here she delivers yet another amazing performance, proving why she's indeed one of the best actresses working today and why she has been one of the best actresses working for years. This film is written by Stephen Knight, who wrote the very, very good Tom Hardy 2013 film Locke, L-O-K-E, and the pretty decent 2016 film starring Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard uh, called Allied. This film is directed by Pablo Lorraine, a Chilean director who most notably directed the 2016 Natalie Portman film Jackie, which if you haven't seen, I also highly recommend. Much like he did with Jackie Kennedy in that film here, he shines a light onto a very well-known figure from a personal point of view we haven't seen touched on. Also starring Timothy Spall, Sean Harris and Sally Hawkins, this is a much better film than the 2013 Naomi Watts-led biopic film Diana that you may have seen and this tells a poignant fable of a true tragedy anchored brilliantly by an almost unrecognizable Kristen Stewart as the layers of Diana's life start to unravel and she questions her own happiness and her place in the world. With the marriage between Princess Diana and Prince Charles having long since grown cold after revelations of his affairs and rumors of divorce lingering in the air, the Christmas festivities at the Queen's Sandringham estate proves a struggle for Diana as she's told what to wear, what to eat and how to behave. Essentially a prisoner in her own marriage, despite her Royal Highness status and worldwide fame, she feels unhappy. Diana knows the drill, but this year she's had enough and will refuse to do things the same. Spencer, the title taken from Diana's maiden name of course, is an imagining of what might have happened during these days in December 1991 and gives us a glimpse into just how demanding, punishing and miserable being married into the royal family could possibly be and must truly be after, of course, the recent controversy surrounding Prince Harry. Her sons, William and Harry, are shown to be the only ones to show her any affection. Diana's spirit shall not be broken if she has anything to do with it. And this movie, it's not what you're going to expect. It's not a Princess Diana film. It stars Princess Diana and it's about 
a certain point in her life. But if you're expecting a by the numbers biopic about Princess Diana, then watch the 2013 film Diana because this is much better. Now, when I tell you that Kristen Stewart is remarkable in this, I mean it. Now, obviously, I don't know Kristen Stewart, but over the years, I have grown tired of people saying that she's a shit actress, which is based entirely off of her role in Twilight. This needs to be said. uh, Kristen Stewart is a terrific actress, and anyone who has actually bothered to watch any any other movie that she's appeared in the last 10 years would know this. I think it's ridiculous to say that she's shit judging her on one franchise without seeing her other films. For example, I will give you a list of movies that you probably never heard of that Kristen Stewart stars in where she's fantastic. And those movies are On the Road, Clouds of Silmaria, Still Alice, American Ultra, Cafe Society, Personal Shopper, and last year she had two movies that were pretty good, Underwater and Happiest Season. They're all pretty good movies with great performances from her. And let's not forget, she also won the Cesar Award for Best Supporting Actress for Clouds of Silmaria, which is basically the French equivalent of an Oscar. <laughs> you still think she's a bad actress? I don't think so. And she was also a great, uh, she was great in the movie Panic Room as a kid. And so, if, you know, for anyone out there saying she's shit, or if you're put off by watching this film, Spencer, just because she's in it, first of all, expand your fucking horizons and maybe have a quick Google to actually know that she's pretty good at what she does. And this movie is exceptional because of her. The resemblance was never going to be enough, but Stuart gives, uh, she gets Diana's mannerisms, movements, and com- complexities all down in a way that I believe warrants this film a viewing f- just for her performance alone. It's also shot beautifully. It looks great. The uh, cinematography has done a, uh, they've done a clever way of, they've made, they've made the movie look like it's actually made in the 90s by the, it's like grainy and it looks like you're watching a movie that was actually made in the 90s, which I thought was actually a very clever way to tell the story and it contributed to the movie. Uh, the supporting cast are excellent, most especially Timothy Spall, uh, Spall. And this film has a certain British charm to it, which I really enjoyed. As tough as a challenge it is for an actor to take on a famous person, let alone one so impossibly famous, Kristen Stewart does a great job. Pablo has done a terrific job in putting together a film just as brilliant as Jackie, and this is obviously an Oscar season movie, but it's not Oscar Beatty, and it's actually, it tells a story that's interesting you may not have heard about, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely not a movie about Diana and Charles, it's about, it's from the point of view of Princess Diana and the things that she goes through just by being married to Prince Charles. And it'll, I honestly think this will make you see her in a different light. And especially for all the Diana fans out there, they need to see this film. It's, Kristen Stewart is amazing. It's entertaining. It's a sombre tale of a life taken too soon. A fable of a true tragedy. Um, yeah, everyone, I would recommend this to anyone. It's a good movie to take your mum to. It's a good movie for a couple. It's, you know, it's very good. It's very, Kristen Stewart is great in this and she is going to be nominated for an Oscar, and I honestly think she's going to win, and she definitely deserves it. It's a look back in time at Princess Diana as she navigated an unhappy marriage in the royal family as an outsider, and it captures the spirit of England's most rebellious royal. It's entertaining, and I recommend this. you got to check it out. Before I wrap up, though, I didn't realise the uh, Golden Globe nominations had come out last week. And I haven't, after having a look at them, I'm actually a bit disappointed, shocked, really. Um, there's not one single nomination for The Last Duel. 
Look, if you haven't seen The Last Jewel yet, it's on Disney Plus and it's on DVD and Blu-ray uh, as we speak. Easily one of the year's best movies. One of the probably one of the best films of the last decade. It's got zero nominations, not one. Uh, the Golden Globes are the second biggest Hollywood film awards, right? So, or what the fuck? Uh, one of the best movies of the year, zero nominations. I do not understand this at all. If the Academy has any brains, it'll pick up some Oscar nominations, but I really cannot believe this. Jodie Comer was 100% one of the best actresses of the year. She should be nominated for Best Actress or Supporting Actress. Um, and I recently just finished watching Killing Eve. Uh, this woman, Jodie Comer, is incredibly talented in everything she does. It's a crime against good cinema that she wasn't nominated for The Last Duel. Uh, I'm sure really Scott's upset, but seriously, watch The Last Duel. It's great. Also, another snub I wasn't um, expecting was uh, Murray Bartlett, the Aussie actor. He was really, really good um, in the hilarious White, The White Lotus, which was a TV show that was on TV this year. It's now on Binge, so I recommend watching that. He was great as Armand in that. Also, didn't get nominated for a Golden Globe. Definitely should have. See, I mean, I used to be a huge movie awards guy and I'd get excited and I'd, you know, get the ballots and that, especially for the Oscars. Now I'm just, I'm really over it. Like the way that the they keep nominating the same actors in the same shitty TV shows and movies and it's just like, what the fuck? Uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association has a lot to answer for. They really need to sort this out. Um, there's no nomination for Timothy Chalamet either for his standout role in Dune. What the fuck? I mean... Who is putting this together? I don't make sense to me. Also, I watched the new Sex in the City revival. Uh, don't ask me why. Um, it's called, what's it called? And Just Like That. And I'll tell you what, it's fucking terrible. It's almost unwatchable. It's very, very bad. I would definitely not waste your time watching it. Sometimes I just like to throw things on in the background, you know, while I'm eating dinner or whatever, just, to, you know, the new thing and... I've seen a few episodes of Sex in the City. I've seen one of the movies. Um, this new show is unwatchable. It is incredibly bad. The acting is terrible. I don't know what has happened. Uh, Kim Cattrall's not back as well. The Samantha, the character, is gone. They, the way they explain it is ridiculous. Also, they kill off one of the main characters in the first episode. Spoiler, but don't bother watching it. They, you know, they talk about COVID. It's this is the way it looks is fucking terrible as well. And then <laughs> I do not watch that. But definitely watch Spencer. Spencer is a great movie. It comes out in Australian cinemas on January 20th. And it's definitely worth watching. As I said, Kristen Stewart is phenomenal in this. She deserves all the accolades she gets. She's fantastic. There's also a really cool scene at the end with a song that they play that you'll recognise. And, you know, you'll leave, probably leave the cinema feeling like happy. I mean, it's a bit of a sad movie, but you'll leave the cinema feeling on a high, I would say. It's... Definitely worth watching in cinemas as well. I enjoyed this movie. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll see you next time for a big one on Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, until then, keep it easy, wrap your presents, and have a good one. See you guys. <laughs>